This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. The Big Interview with Offscript. Well, we've got somewhat of a trailblazer in studio with us now, an Emirati entrepreneur who founded the region's first athlete brand development agency right here in Dubai back in 2009. That was Ghost Concept. Her name is Robbie Greenfield. Her name is Budrea Faisal. It's great to have her in the studio. And we say a big warm welcome from all of us here on Offscript, Budrea. Thank you for having me. And you've got a new, uh, I guess, endeavour, a new launch, a new venture, which is, again, once again, being a little bit of a trailblazer, setting a few new goalposts in the world of female football and female empowerment in sport here in the UAE. Banat FC, tell yes, us all about it. Thank you for pronouncing that right. It is correct. Really? Yes, I was stressing about FC. that. Do you know what Banat means? I'm, I'm ashamed to say I do not. Girls in ah, Arabic. Ah. Right. Okay. I'm, you should we check should out have our Instagram. That. It's right there. Benat is the Arabic word for girls. Girls football girls, club. Football club. It's Essentially very simple. That. Very You've launched this. I came across this last week, Budrea. You have gone out there and you were just telling us off air. The response on this has been massive. Of course, following the success Absolutely. of the FIFA Women's World Cup, mm-hmm. you've struck while the iron's hot, I guess. Tell us a little bit about the thinking behind it. Well, funny enough, it wasn't actually really related for me uh, to the Women's World Cup. Um, if anything, maybe... Being a football marketeer myself, obviously I was following the news about the World Cup more than anything um, and seeing the attention all the girls were getting globally. And it was just another thing that broke my heart when when you compare it to the girls around here. And I know how hard they work. I know the girls. I know the players. I know the coaches. Um, And I kind of thought of why don't we celebrate our own women? Why don't we do something for our own girls? And why don't we create something that represents... Arab women's football, because we didn't have a single club in our league uh, with an Arabic name. Really? Not a single mm. one. So and it's, I guess it's not a, like the men's football, like where it's Al-Nasser. Yeah, of course. Like talked about. And, yeah. and from a FIFA World Cup, women's World Cup perspective, I guess the closest nation that made it to the finals was Morocco. Yeah. We saw the Moroccan men's team do ever so well in the men's World Cup. The Moroccan the ladies doing very well for this region as well. So when you look at that, did you think to yourself, the GCC needs a little bit more representation here? Absolutely. I mean, Saudi's doing a great job, of course, um, but they have the luxury of having that kind of government support, the funding. Um, I think culturally things are quite different between the UAE and Saudi, which a lot of people don't really know. Uh, We're not as open or our people are not as open to the idea of women playing football as they would be in Saudi. Uh, We're a much smaller population. There's uh, a lot of traditions and culture that's very heavily embedded into the upbringing and what's right and wrong for a girl. So the challenges are uh, just, it's a lot heavier on the girls here. Just to clarify, Bedrea, the UAE Pro League teams do not have female teams. They do not. They do not. Has that ever, to your knowledge, ever come up in conversation? And is that something that might be happening in the next few years? I mean, we all hope so. We know that unless it's imposed on the clubs to start these teams, uh, it's not likely going to happen. So we're waiting for something like uh, the AFC or FIFA, basically. To um, mandate impo- it. Exactly. To say what they've done in Africa is if you don't have your own women's football team, you will not play in the Champions League next year. We need it to come to something like that. But I've also heard that there may be issues here in Asia because a lot of countries would struggle financially to support a women's football team in every club in their league. So 
it will be uh, next year club licensing will apply for women's football so at least our league can go semi-pro for women um, and it means it will be optional for the clubs as in they will be pushed once again and the federation does everything they can to to push the clubs to start a women's team so let's see we're hopeful right. we've had loads of messages in for you already oh, wow. lots of listeners tuned Very into this curious. and steve has um, sent a message in to say for an answer that will blow your mind please ask Madrea when she actually started Benat FC. <laughs> um, on the 28th of August, on oh, Emirati on Women's Day. Mm. On the 28th of August? Yeah, that was when I announced the club on Emirati Women's Day. So you've been in existence for all of, quick math, 10 days. Pretty much, yes. That's amazing. Today I'm going to our third training session. So yeah. Benat FC, for anyone listening, I mean, you've already talked about the fact that you felt that there just needed to be a little bit more representation. What are you planning with the team itself, Budria? Is this a team built purely of Arab women? No, no. Um, that's not what we're here for. I think the big part of the representation that's very important is in the name and the culture that the club carries, but not in um, the team itself needing to be 100% Arab. No, anyone who calls this place home is more than welcome to play. And I am prioritizing uh, residents over foreign players because I want it to be home to people. Yeah. Um, and give us a sense of what the current landscape is. If you are a talented, you know, woman in football mm -hmm. here in the UAE, whether you're an expat, whether you're a local, what are the opportunities that are available to you to sort of progress in that ambition? Not many. Uh, well, how many teams are there, like club teams that you could play in tournaments well, with? Well, right now they're mainly academy, uh, academy-led first teams uh, besides uh, Abu Dhabi Country Club. So no other club has their own facilities, which is why we're all um, considered academies. Um, so you'd have to sign up to one of those academies. And unfortunately, in, in those situations, women pay to play. So that's another heartbreaking deal. Yeah. Like you, if you were playing for a football club, a government-backed football club, you wouldn't be going through that. When so. you look at the FIFA World Cup, uh, the Women's World Cup, I think... I read that a lot of federations have actually identified women's football as a major growth area due to the fact that it's it's simply easier to close the gap on already established nations than it would be in the men's game. Do you think that might occur to the powers that be right here? I hope here? so. I hope so. I mean, that's part of the reason I started Benat FC. I know we have federation support and and that people do care about the game. But we're here to make sure they care enough to get these girls the support they need. Um, because what I'm trying to do with Benat FC is not, it's not only for uh, the 26 girls that are going to be on the team or, or for, ben for Benat FC itself. I'm trying to change women's football in the UAE and the region. So we're going to be sacrificing a lot. We're going to be um, doing things we're not very comfortable doing. So everyone on my team, for example, has to have a public social media account. That's also not very common in the UAE for Emirati women that are a lot more um, traditional or closed off or, or really need to convince families to let them be out there. But for me, this is we're on a mission. We need to represent. I mean, our slogan is rise, represent and reclaim. Yeah, I want to pick you up on your mantra, your motto. Sure. The rise I get, the represent, you've, you've explained it there beautifully. The reclaim, talk to me, the, the thinking behind the use of that word. UAE women's football um, really was the, I would say, the envy of women's football in the region. We had an incredible national team. And we're very fortunate that... Um, 
the players on that team are now the coach that's leading the movement for the UAE women's football, uh, Coach Huria, and Coach Noura, who's now the coach of Benat FC. And she was a goalkeeper's coach of the national team, and now she's our first team coach. Um, that team was incredible. Everybody knew who they were back when nobody knew what women's football was like in the whole region. So Reclaim is them taking their place back. It's all the girls here doing what we can to get their place back. It's honoring that generation that unfortunately didn't get enough support to stay on top where they should have remained. And that's what we're reclaiming. What's a bigger problem, would you say? Is it um, changing the cultural kind of perception and therefore opening the kind of minds of individuals who would then join and actually play football? Or is it kind of spreading awareness so that more young girls know? I think a, a lot of young girls know. Um, I was quite surprised when we launched Benat FC. We have right now uh, 14 to 16 confirmed players. So we have a few slots open and we put on our Instagram. I made a very basic website. If you're interested in trying out for the team, fill out this form. And the most important thing for me was tell me why. Tell me your story and tell me why you want to be part of this team. And the stories are incredible. And there's so many that I'm, I'm already feeling bad. Like, what am I going to do? I need another team. Like, I need to do something else. There's so many girls out there that need the opportunity. So we do have a lot of appetite. There's a lot of interest. There are a lot of players out there. Um, I think what we need to do is make sure the powers that be are aware of the hunger and that appetite that's here for women's football. Because once they understand that, yes, there's that many girls that care to play. That means there's that many girls that are interested in football. There's that many people that are going to want to watch it, which yeah. means sponsors as well. So the smart thing to do is to commercialize on that. So let's see what we do with it. Watch this space on it. We're going to keep you for another 50 minutes, Budrea, because this isn't the first time you've been a bit of a pioneer and a trailblazer. Your story's a fascinating one. For the final few minutes, if I can, Budrea, talk to me a little bit about Ghost Concept. I've followed your trajectory quite a bit over the last few years, and you have literally changed the game for athletes in this part of the world. Give us a little bit of semblance about what you've been up to. Well, um, I started Ghost Concept to represent athletes and to um, uh, help add value for them on the pitch and off the pitch and, and get them to kind of own their image and, and um, train their voices on how to be in the media and, and how not to let media or clubs take advantage of them for any weak moments they have when they're not perfectly trained to be in front of the cameras. So we did that. We did that. We were very lucky to work with um, the captain of Al Ahli Jeddah at the time, Amar Asuma, who was the most followed Arab footballer at the time in the GCC. And uh, so he already had the biggest. Already presence. had the biggest following. Wow. And we were able to transform his image completely, and and change um, everything from styling to what he posts about how he posts. Um, and then eventually the brands that he uh, did a lot of um, advertisement for. And how did you get involved in working with athletes in, in the first place? What sparked your passion well, for this? Well, I've been working in football marketing for a while and, and sports marketing since 2009. Um, and when I worked at the league as marketing director there, I, I kind of used to look at athletes the way everyone else did. Uh, not to say that people at the league looked at them in that certain way, but everyone around me just seemed to think, 
footballers were just rich and spoiled and you know you mean to tell me they're not they're not <laughs> they're rich but that's it's not their yeah, fault of you know they're not the ones i mean we're giving them that money who's gonna who's gonna say no to that absolutely um and then when i worked at uh, al ahli club i was the commercial director there for one season and got to know the players um the same players that i had these misconceptions about and saw them in a different light and then when i left al ahli i was Uh, approached by my ex-boss and uh, he told me a story about something that happened to a player, one of the players uh, that we know. Um, there was a little bit of a scandal and it turned out it was something that could have been avoided if he had some kind of representation or if he knew better. And, and it's not on him to know better. He's busy playing football and that's what he should be doing. And then I realized someone needs to do something to kind of protect and empower these players and make sure they're never taken advantage of. And that's when I started Ghost Concept. It happened right. in a month, just like Ben Hatt FC. Wow. I mean, you're a lady that doesn't suffer fools gladly. You get things done. <laughs> If you say you're going to do something, you get it done. Anyone listening to this, Ghost Concept, where do people find out more about your baby? Because that still is your baby. Launched yes, in 2017. Absolutely. Where do people find out information on that? Well, on social media, on Instagram, we're at underscore, uh, ghost underscore concept. And... Uh, Banat FC as well. And Banat FC, that's your new baby. Where do you find the time to do all this, by the way? I don't know, but my husband misses me very much. <laughs> I love that. Well, listen, Banat FC, I've got a feeling... We'll give him a shout-out. Yeah, we yes, will. Please, we'll let him know you're okay. You'll see, you'll see Boudre on Saturday. Uh, she's so busy. But Banat FC, we are fascinated by the growth of this. We're going to keep a close eye on it. I know Thank you've you got some exciting things Absolutely. in the works. Watch Absolutely. the space on that. Boudre Faisal, thank you so much for Thank you so in. much for having me. The Offscript Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please do go ahead and click subscribe. You can also check out our other podcasts, Time Capsule or The Big Interview. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. 